where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. And you are wanted and you are valued here. We have stories of faith that connect us, whether you're in Connecticut, Colorado, the United States, or Europe, or anywhere in the world. If you're new to our community, I just want to introduce myself. My name is Sarah Verasco. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. We do have other names in the bulletin for our song leaders, but I also want to give a special welcome to Mike Martin. Mike Martin is the founder of Raw Tools out of Colorado Springs. This is the fourth Sunday that he's been with us, once a month from May, June, July, and August. And Mike, it's, it's such a treat to be with you. I can't believe how quickly this has gone. Um, but Mike will be available after the service for conversation, and he'll be back in September for a Saturday event, and you'll hear more about that as we get closer. Well, it is great to be here. This mask and microphone at the same time is challenging. I don't deal with hat hair much, but I do have to deal with beard hair after a mask. <laughs> it's great to be talking about blessings with you after last time talking about Ecclesiastes. And every now and then I get invited to speak about certain specific topics, and I get a little bit of a wake up because I realize that I haven't focused or thought about those things for, in this instance, my entire life, I think. And I realized that I hadn't taken any time, even in my faith development or at college, I was a biblical studies degree, so I was in the Bible a lot. But talking about blessing was something not really a part of my life. So it's been a learning experience for me this week. And so, naturally, I had to look back and wonder why in the world that was. And I can only think of two times when I was in whatever communities I was in growing up where blessings were talked about. And they were the Beatitudes and the prayer of Jabez. And part of that is because I grew up in a Mennonite family but attended a non-denominational church. So, in the Mennonite tradition, there's a huge emphasis on reading the Bible through uh, a Christocentric lens, uh, oftentimes at a fault. I can, myself personally, and others, we tend to uh, find ourselves being corrected by someone who's a new convert to the Mennonite church, saying, calm down, you're getting a little supersessionist, which means that uh, the New Testament or the life of Christ is that much more important. You can just ignore kind of the Old Testament and what it means instead of recognizing the depth that the Old Testament gives to what Jesus is telling us. And then growing up in this, uh, often people will talk about Mennonites, including Mennonites, say uh, that we're to be the quiet in the land. So we don't talk much. Um, and that's true with my personality, but it's also uh, kind of the opposite of the non-denominational church that I grew up in my youth that had a very much a kind of Christian nationalist undertone to it. And so this quiet in the land Mennonite in a non-denominational church really only saw blessings in the Beatitudes and that prayer of, of Jabez moment in life 25 years ago where I really only got to see it after it had been filtered through the prosperity gospel. 
instead of that liberation from pain that its story is about. So we're talking about the Beatitudes today. The Sermon on the Mount is often that lens that our Mennonites and myself interpret everything else. But in it we also find the Lord's Prayer. And I love the Jesus Prayer that is recited at the end of each service. So I like how this is going to progress for us. And we'll read some scripture here in a little bit. I also resonate a lot with what Reverend Sarah said last week, that when you experience blessing, that it has some sort of feeling in you, that something happens. I remember taking a Greek class and learning that uh, a way to interpret anxiety in the Greek language was describing this weird feeling in your intestines. That that word in the Greek language, I don't remember what it is, but it meant that something was happening inside you, and that to me, is really meaningful. That when you experience a blessing, like those in the crowd at the Sermon on the Mount might have been experiencing this when maybe they felt like they were described in the Beatitudes. So let's read those Beatitudes, but with a riff on the Lord's Prayer. And this is going to be a bit of a call and response. So we're going to read a Beatitude, I'll read it, and then we'll all respond together with the phrase, on earth as it is in heaven. Some of them might feel repetitive, but it's just a reminder on earth as it is in heaven. So we'll start in uh, chapter 5, verse 3 of Matthew. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, on earth as it is in heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted on earth as it is in heaven. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth as it is in heaven. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled on earth as it is in heaven. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy on earth as it is in heaven. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God on earth as it is in heaven. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God on earth as it is in heaven. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven on earth as it is in heaven. So if we think about blessings in that way, as a way of to bringing the kingdom on earth as it is in heaven in our relationships as we go in and we say, God bless you, or bless you for doing this, or bless you for enduring this. They're kind of this liberating feeling that you feel in your stomach. Sometimes it can be carrying some sort of weight or an anxiety about something, and then all of a sudden someone comes in who maybe you were in a relationship or not and saying, thank you for doing this, or I've heard of what you're going through. Bless you as you continue to go through it. Sometimes it feels like that weight starts to be carried by someone else, or at least with someone else. It takes this witness of Jesus in the Christian life and turns it into a sort of withness, that you feel like you are with this, going through what life has to offer us with other people. 
They tend to liberate you from what was and pull you into what's next or into the here but not yet, that on earth as it is in heaven space. They free us from phrases like, that's not how the world works. Not that we don't need a reality check, but that the reality check ends all conversation or doesn't allow us to imagine that another world is possible. I remember a moment when someone was trying to teach me this. It was this, uh, actually it's several moments. I was convinced that experiences could all be explained with logic or reason, reason, writing, arithmetic. But my mom was intent on impressing upon me that there is such a thing as a God thing. So as we're talking about blessings, I'm very much in the belief that those are God things. The moment I remember is us just driving in the car while I was in college wrestling with different faith things and her persistence. This would be brought up dozens of times whenever I would say, oh, that's just a coincidence. If you're familiar with programming and if-then statements that if one plus one equals two, then two plus two must equal four, well, if enough if-then statements happen on this path and enough if-then statements happen on this path, eventually they'll converge, and that's just the way it will happen. That is true, but there's more to it. It's as if I didn't believe that Pentecost happened, that the Spirit wasn't with us, that there was no relationship beyond just the coincidences that we experience together. Now I get to see those several dozen moments that I remember as one moment as a God thing. I see the God thing in my education, learning how Uh, my education from my mom in those moments, learning how God things exist, not just in coincidence, but alongside them or over and above them. I see now, because of her example, that things happen on earth as it is in heaven as a way of giving us a taste of heaven. So when we're blessing someone or simply acknowledging the meek, the merciful, the hungry, the mourning, the pure in heart, the peacemakers, the persecuted, the poor in spirit, to meet them where they are and saying, God bless you for your witness in my life. You've made part of my earth be a little like heaven. Even the Beatitudes ends by naming all of those cloud of witnesses, the meek, the merciful, and everything that follows as prophets. Because the world has treated, they know that things, this is not how the world works. The world does not respect those kinds of spaces, those kinds of temperaments. And yet, Jesus is recognizing them, the people in front of him, as saying, you are blessed because you have offered a piece of heaven on earth to your community. And yet you are persecuted like the prophets before you. It's as if they're saying the prophets and those people in that crowd are all a part of the priesthood of believers and all speak truth to power merely by their existence and their temperance. 
So in a way, blessings are a protest to how the world and uh, the, how the world is and to how we might overcome it. They're saying that we know this isn't how the world works, but also this is a signpost for a way of saying, I am with you. This is the way forward. And it's interesting as I reflect on these God things versus coincidences kind of through this lens of a blessing because I start to remember those experiences and finding more of those teaching moments with my mom and other folks who have had an impact on my faith. And I realize that my mom's insistence to talk about God things versus coincidence while she's battling depression and her own anxiety was her own way of protesting how the world works and really, really wishing that I didn't fall into kind of that path of how the world works. So as we close here, and I love that the Jesus prayer is going to be after. May the Lord bless you on earth as it is in heaven, and may our week coming forward in our life be a protest to how the world is on earth as it is in heaven again. Amen.